Hello and welcome to the Betches Up Podcast. I'm Sammy Fishbein. I'm Brian Russell Smith. And for those of you who are just tuning in, the Betches Up Podcast is your weekly rundown of all the crazy shit that's happening in the news explained by your two funniest friends. Which is us. Yes, it is. Today we'll be talking about some new MAGA merchandise. Yes, some fun events that we have going on. The China Tariffs. And Julian Assange. Let's get into it. Betches Media presents. I like beer. I don't know if you do. Okay. Do you like beer, Senator, or not? Uh, my party is going bet crazy. Ah! You're the pop- Alternative facts. Oh, goodness. The Betches Sup Podcast. America! So, Brian, how was your weekend? It was great. It was Mother's Day. My family went to Fire Island with me and my boyfriend, my oh, mom wow. and my two sisters and little nephews. Very nice. Their first time. We had a blast. That's great. Yeah. I went to New Jersey for a wedding and I also saw that. for Mother's Day. Mm-hmm. Great, yeah. Great time. Yeah. That Actually, that wedding uh, venue is in my sister's hometown. Is it really? Mm-hmm. Is it really cute town? It's a beautiful town. Yes. I went all around it mm-hmm. and the waiter at our table at the wedding said it was one of the most lit weddings he's ever <laughs> he's ever waited on but maybe that's because like the guys at my table were trying to like sneak him champagne oh, <laughs> like, I, it's just i think it's funny when people still use the word lit i, I actually think lit has made a resurgence you at do? least in my vernacular mm-hmm. now i use lit like all the time i never used to use it because it was like mm. I know. I still say word a lot and dope. Yeah, those like, both work. I think that's because I used that a lot in middle school and high school and just never gone away. You can still use them. Okay. Yeah. Okay, so let's get into things. Mm-hmm. Sammy, what's getting you through this week in Trump's America? So there's some new MAGA merchandise that just hit the shelves, despite the Chinese tariffs. We'll get into <laughs> those later. Um, but they're really cashing in on their fascism. Yeah. And their brand. Um, so now, I mean, we're going to have a carousel of these up on the Instagram, the Betches Up Instagram tomorrow. So check that for visuals. But in the meantime, we'll just describe them for you. They just came out with koozies for, you know, beer and shit. And it's literally an image on the koozie of Donald Trump's witch hunt tweet. Mm-hmm. And like it even has the number of retweets and likes. I know. And then it says text witch hunt to some number that I'm not going to read to you because like, yeah. I don't want to give them any attention, but it's like literally an ad for the witch hunt. <laughs> it's so funny. It's like when you post, he's like, it's like posting a tweet to Instagram, but you're supposed to crop out the t- date and time and the retweets. No one, no one told them that. Right. But like, let's just go back to the beginning where the thing says witch hunt on it. <laughs> <laughs> but it, ugh, okay. Whatever. <laughs> Yeah. Anyway, Stupid. there was also a shirt that sa- there's a shirt that says collusion delusion. Okay, fine. Mm-hmm. Not that bad. But there's also a shirt that says Mark safe from the Russian collusion hoax text witch hunt to that number again. Which and then is it weird. says Trump Pence 2020. It's just so funny because it's like a, a, a play on Facebook, which it's also kind of offensive. If like, say you were in a real tragedy and you had to mark yourself safe. Right. Like, it- it's 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 kind of using something that's it's like if you use like I don't know some sort of 911 or emergency call to like benefit your own campaign. That's a good point. I mean, it's just funny because Facebook is what won him the election. Yeah. That's where the Russians bought all of their propaganda. Yeah. Um so maybe 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 Mark Zuckerberg is actually getting more kickbacks mm-hmm. from Trump directly than we think. Maybe. Just a suggestion. And lastly, there's now a MAGA bathing suit. Mm-hmm. So you can look really hot on your bachelorette party. It's a one piece. It says, make America great again in long words. 
It's not, it's not nice. I don't like this one. The other ones I'm like, these are kind of funny. I get it. I like, I like the graphic design of the Mark say from the Russian collusion hoax one, to be honest. I mean, it's just <laughs> funny because this is sort of like, you know, when those like the MAGA fashion show, uh-huh. like it's really funny that they like, what they do to try to promote their brand is that they make like the ugliest fucking merch in the world. Yeah. And like everyone else who's not MAGA just continues to wear regular clothing. Yeah. It's also like, I, I now I find a lot of this stuff triggering. Like the color I red. I do too. Like when I see someone wearing a red hat, I'm like, why are you? I get I'm like, what are you doing? Like even if it's nothing to do, it's like a Nike hat. Yeah, I do too. I'll be honest. Like I started thinking a lot. I've been thinking you know, I feel like we've sort of reached a new point in mm-hmm. the Trump administration and in how, um, I don't know, treasonous they are. Yeah. And I find that, that I have lately been like psychologically much more impacted. And I feel like the whole time I was kind of freaking out, but now I'm like, it feels more really re- before it was like the expectation or like the thought that something might happen. Yeah. And now that it's like kind of happening, it's kind of, freaky yeah and there's something very fascist dictatory about this merch Mm -hmm. about even when i see like the trump family together there's something very eva braun about it i don't know you know it just seems very there's something about authoritarianism and and fascism is is like a little bit of pageantry to it yeah like they need to legitimize themselves through bullshit so when I see things like this, I'm like, oh, you guys are like hitting. You're just a little too on the nose for me. Like well, it's just a little too. They're starting, they're focusing a lot of their campaign, uh, t- Trump's 2020 campaign, going full throttle on the social. Like the, his campaign yeah. manager was the head of his social in 2016. And you can see that they're like, they're doing more like ads and like they started to do, they did one targeted ad that actually violated Facebook's terms and was taken down once a journalist called them out on it. Oh wow. So that's just always something to keep out, keep an eye out for. And like, you're probably going to, you may see these stuff, this merch on your Facebook feed. Yeah. I mean, while we're all fighting it out in the primary to see who would be the best candidate, they already have a ton of money stockpiles putting it towards just being anti-Democrats, mm-hmm. sending these messages that are before we even have a candidate to like really get behind. Yeah. That this is what they're doing. So they're at a huge advantage here. And huge. also, yeah, buying merch is a con- is a campaign contribution. So like they're getting their the, his campaign is making money off of all of this stuff. They're pocketing stuff to further their Oh, it's so ugly. Bankers. So if you want to like that's what I do. Like I just can I just buy a shirt from candidates I like and that's I'm technically giving them money to run their campaign. So buy some merch from some cool candidates. Yeah. And I don't know. I think what is the biggest thing we could really do right now, I think is just getting yourself and others around you involved in paying attention to the primary, because the more people who are engaged before Mm -hmm. the primary and before the election even really ramps up, it's just, I think that's really the biggest thing is getting more people from not paying attention to paying attention. Yeah. And that will ultimately, I think, have the best effect. Yeah. But in the meantime, Brian, what's getting you through this week? Well, we have so much going on here at Team Betches Up that it's getting me through the week because we are prepping for all this fun stuff. So first up, if you're in New York, we have a live show on May 22nd, Wednesday, May 22nd, at the historic Caroline's on Broadway. It's at 7 p.m. Michelle Collins is going to be a guest. Really excited about that. Yes. Um, 
Fat Curry Bradshaw, Chris, aka Chris Burns, Fat Curry Bradshaw. He'll be he, opening for us. He'll be opening for us. Um, so you can actually get your tickets now at betches.co slash Caroline's. And then if you use promo code COFEFE, that's you get $10 tickets. And that's C-O-V-F-E-F-E. And so make sure you get your tickets really quickly because we sold out our first live show in like two days. Should we sell a coffee cup that says COFEFE? Co-fefe? We probably should. That's in pretty funny. In response to the... Koozies? Or a koozie that says Cofefe. Right. Except it's like not for the coffee. I don't know. Yeah. I feel like. <laughs> or mugs. Whatever. Or mugs. Yeah. Whatever it is. Maybe we could give those out at some of the future live shows. Yeah. What so, else do we have going so on? So LA fans, don't think we're leaving you out because we ain't. So <laughs> we're going to be at DragCon Memorial Day weekend. Specifically, our panel, our live show is on Saturday, May 25th. It's going to be a special Fuck Mike Pence edition of the SUP podcast we're going on at 4 p.m we have a very special guest that we are 90 percent 95 percent 100 percent confirmed that she's going to be on she i'm not going to i don't want to say it yet just in case something happens but i'm like it's like 99 she's like the best one you she's could imagine a, a, she's a she's a drag she's a rupaul's drag race season winner so just think about that and then you can get your tickets for DragCon at betches.co slash drag and then if you Use a code Betches, promo code Betches, you get 10% off. And so you can buy tickets just for the day. You can buy tickets for the whole weekend because there's a bunch of other fun stuff going on there. There's like, you know, RuPaul's going to be DJing two nights. There's going to be performances from your favorite drag queens, all from like RuPaul's Drag Race. And then a bunch of other celebrities, Mark, like just a bunch. Go look at the website. It's really, it's going to be really a lot of fun, but it doesn't not end there. So the same night as our live show, we're hosting a happy hour in LA. We're going to hosting a happy hour at pattern bar in downtown LA from seven 30 to nine 30. And then, so if you get a ticket for this, these tickets are $10. Once you walk into the door, you'll be handed a glass of champagne and then you'll get happy hour prices for two hours. That's amazing. That's pretty great. And yeah. we're all going to be there. There's gonna be some other fun celebrities slash influencers there. Um, you can get your tickets for that at betches.co slash sup happy hour LA. All of these links are in the description at the bottom of, of this, this podcast. podcast yes yes they are wow that's a lot yeah we're so, really gonna be bringing the parties and the live shows yeah it's, i'm very excited yeah. i love a live show nothing gives me life like that mm-hmm. um but in the meantime let's move on to the main news yes we're talking about china <laughs> china 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 um we're in like some sort of weird trade war with yeah. china um on Friday, Donald Trump raised tariffs from 10% to 25% on $200 billion worth of goods that will impact more than 5,000 items that we get from China. So just to give some background about why this matters, because generally I think this is a pretty boring topic, mm-hmm. unless you're like an economist, Yeah, but we're not. Um, so as you guys know, most of what we buy is made in China. Mm-hmm. If you can like read the inside of your tags or whatever, mm-hmm. you'll see so much shit from America is made in China. And this is, you know, this has kind of been like a building problem. The yeah. fact that the Chinese steal a lot of our intellectual property and the trade balance is not really equitable. And to be honest, like China, China has been taking advantage of America and our trade arrangement for a long time for many many decades um no one really did much about it and trump 
obviously, you know, started raising hell about this, telling his supporters that this is like why they're so poor and like, I don't know, blaming, blaming everything on this and on the Democrats. So he decides that to solve this problem, which is a real problem, he's going to like just do like I, I would call this action cutting off your nose to spite your face. Yeah, exactly. is what how I would describe it. Um, so this is a little different from previous tariffs that he's he's put out because instead of affecting industrial goods, which normally affects companies, meaning their supplies cost more, this is actually raising the tar- the taxes on goods that we buy. So everything from toilet paper, phone chargers, furniture, pet supplies, smartphones, clothing, drones, you know, we all need one. Bluetooth <laughs> headsets, like a quarter of the toys bought in the United States are made in China. Footwear, 93% of shoes made in China will basically have a new tax on them. And this is increasing it from 10 to 25%. That is a huge yeah huge jump even for things that are inexpensive and it seems like these things don't tend to affect us in our everyday lives because it's like oh tariffs like i don't know steel and soybeans like you don't really think about that you can't quantify that in your head but now like one it's going to start hitting consumers pockets because and so that's when it's going to be like oh fuck this is actually happening you know i feel like that the idea of these tariffs is really going to like play into our decision making in terms of like choosing a candidate or you know voting because now your shoes are going to be more money your toys are going to be more money it's yeah yeah. this is expected to cost the average american consumer eight hundred dollars in one year just from everyday goods they're going into effect in a few weeks and he's threatening to place tariffs on another 325 billion dollars worth of goods so that's like everything we get from them which is where we get most of our shit so if it, here's the thing, 800 is just an average. If you're someone, and I will say that the audience of this podcast, because they are coastal mostly, yeah. it's going to cost you guys even more. Yeah. Because 800 is the average. Like if you look at the average of what anything costs, it's well below what people in New York and LA pay for them. Mm-hmm. So if it costs the average person 800, my guess is it will cost people from New York and LA, a lot of the places, the main cities that our listeners are from, significantly more than that. Well, we know that a lot, like the first rounds of tariffs really affected the jobs in the middle America because we're like, that's where soybeans and steel like manufacturers were. Right. But yeah, you're right with in terms of that. And then it's just like, so he keeps saying this is making up for our trade deficit with China, which is at $420 billion right dollars right now. And, you know, trade deficits are totally normal for countries like the United States because we actually don't manufacture as much stuff as like a country like China. So it's 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 interesting because he's sort of trying to protect something we don't have. Um, Yeah. And it's just sort of designed to appeal to his base and Trump seem like he's standing up to China. Trump likes when he gets to be like, it's unfair. And like, it's just not fair. Yeah. And he, and he likes to then pretend like he's doing something about some alleged unfairness. But I think what he's actually doing is capitalizing on most people's lack of understanding about how a trade deficit works. Yeah. And well, cause it, it, they, people do that all the time. It's like you use big words and you say a lot of things that, you know, people won't understand. They're like, Oh, uh-huh. they like lull you into complicity. Right. So he thinks that this is going to somehow get China to play fair, quote unquote, in the, in the global economy. But 
It's not because mm-hmm. China has announced that they will retaliate by raising tariffs on $60 billion worth of U.S. goods on June 1st. And after that announcement was made, the Dow plummeted by 500 points. Yeah, that does not sound Just great. Just so tired of winning. Yeah. <laughs> Just so sick of it. And because, you know, it's interesting because the economy is doing quite well right now. But, you know, it's because of the short term revisions, like recoming back. But it's also interesting because when a president is running on a good economy, they tend to win re-election. However, his approval rating is still so low, despite the good economy, that like a turn would really fuck him. Look, like, I know that technically people say we're in a good economy, but, like, I don't really believe that we're in a good economy just because the stock market's doing well and unemployment is low. Like, what about the regular people whose wages well, cannot keep up with the cost of living and people who have whose real wages have not risen in decades and the massive amount of inequality that average people yeah. suffer from? It's just like, okay, I mean, yeah, the economy is great, quote unquote. Like, I don't really feel that way. Most Americans, most people that I know don't like have stocks. So like the yeah. stock market like does not affect them in any way the unless like, like their businesses maybe. I don't know that they like work at. But it's I not think like, only 10% of Americans own stocks. So it's like when you talk about the stock market, it's like, okay, I mean, that's nice. But they also talk about how unemployment is low. But is that because people dropped out of the workforce? I don't know because, again, I'm not an economist. And also, But the, the, I just know how the growth in income inequality can't really bode well for people. The economy is not a quick turning like car or bike it is a cruise ship it's the titanic it is the titanic that has a long slow turn to goodness so he's basically t- still taking credit for the growth obama. Uh, that obama created yeah i mean we'll see this is the thing is that people like i always felt like the economy like i know it's like men think they're so unemotional but i feel like men are super emotional about the economy and if they feel like they're rich the economy's good and they find stats that 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 I guess promote that and if they feel poor then the economy's bad or if they feel like there might be regulations then the economy's so bad you can't put any regulations on it again again I'm not an expert I'm just I'm just saying these are observations so it seems like Trump is not an expert either yeah so right he's well, claimed, why am i holding myself to that standard <laughs> i know he's claimed that these tariffs are basically free money and ignoring their re- impact on average americans but trump's chief economic advisor larry kudlow appeared on fox news uh yesterday on sunday and he contradicted the president's claim that the china tariffs won't hurt american consumers and we have a clip that we're going to play right now in fact both sides will pay both sides will pay and these things and of course, it depends. Well, if it's a tariff on goods coming into the country, the Chinese aren't paying. Uh, no, but the Chinese will suffer GDP losses and so forth um, with respect to a diminishing export market and goods that they may need for their own. Uh, I understand that, but economy. the president says China doesn't. Uh, China it pays the tariffs. They may suffer consequences, but it's U.S. Businesses and U.S. consumers who pay, correct? Uh, yes, to some extent. I, mean, yeah, I don't disagree with that. Again, both sides, both sides will suffer on this. Thank you, you Chris Wallace, for being <clears throat> the one person on Fox News who says anything potentially <laughs> accurate. Um, yeah, this sort of led Trump to tweet about China more. He started say, "I'm not, I'm not even going to read what he said because it the, the, actually another example of things that just don't make sense, and he's trying to conflate it." But what's funny is he started the the tweet with "There is no reason." Etc. Cetera, Etc. Cetera. But he, sp- he used the wrong there. He wrote T H E I R. 
Oh, and then that was three hours ago. He deleted it and retweeted it like a little bit after there. With the correct there. You know what he didn't tweet? Happy Mother's Day to Melania. I know. Once. Once. He also has so many children. Do you think Melania's dead? <laughs> no. I think that there's she's fake. There's fake I Melania's. Think, I think that she could be in a state of catatonic shock and then she just doesn't. She could be on an island somewhere. I mean, we don't know. That's what I, I would do. Yeah. If I were her. Yeah. I would be like, um, I'm moving. Although, ugh, I, I would know. never be her, obviously. Goodbye, Melania. Um, yeah, no happy Mother's Day for Melania. But but he did a general happy Mother's Day on Instagram where he put, posted a picture of some tulips. And it just said happy Mother's Day to all the women out there. All the mothers out there. But not to his wife. Not, so not it's not like he one. didn't even know that it was Mother's Day. Well, he, I, he clearly is not on the gram. If He, he does not run his own Instagram, which no. I would honestly. His Instagram's awful. I think that would be fun. If he did like more takeovers. Oh my gosh. If he would do some like talking to the camera, I would watch it. It would I be because it'd be so bad. It'd be hilarious. But Not, no I, amount of filters would help him. I just want to bring up one thing regarding China. Joe Biden made a comment that China is not a threat to us and that we don't really have competition with China. And it just kind of makes me want to be like, what the fuck kind of country are you living in, Joe? I know. Like, well, he also, this isn't 1960 anymore. I know. And he also just made that that claim about how climate change is a middle ground issue. Like Ooh. we need to come to like a middle middle of the road. Oh, well, they should ask the NRDC and about their recent report that like a million species or something are like now endangered. We're actually having a guest mm-hmm. from the NRDC, I think on this weekend's bonus episode about this new report that just came out. He, he, he's about very, biodiversity. Very scary. It makes me nervous that Joe Biden is polling so well. Me too. Like, I don't like I it. I know that we're talking about name recognition, but it's like... Uh, I, I, I don't like it. Like, what is so well... What is doing so well about him? Like, what's so appealing? I, don't know. I can think of three he, candidates that are more appealing well, than Joe Biden. He's also, like, openly and fra- flagrantly taking money from big donors and, yeah. like, and like basically lobbyists and saying... And he said, he said in 2008, it's like, if someone gives me $125,000, yeah, I'm going to let them in the room to talk to them about issues that they're concerned about. And it's like, gross. Why yeah. You're just saying that out loud. Right. Do you hear yourself, Joe? <laughs> yeah. Like, he doesn't... You're not supposed to say that. He's just, he's like, unabashed because he's so used to that idea of... But that that's just not the way our government he's, should be run anymore. Right. He's so used to the idea of getting... of. The way it used to be. Like, he's yeah. stuck in the way it used watch to be. Watch Knock Down the House on Netflix. Oh, yeah. Also watch Our Cartoon President on Showtime. I feel mm-hmm. like there's so in Our Cartoon President, in which Elise, your friendly co-host, voices AOC, there's this whole running joke that, the, um, that like, Chuck and Nancy are just obsessed with the donors. And they're like, you know, I want to hang... They, they, the whole joke is, like, they want to hang out with AOC. But she's like, no, you can't because you keep taking money from donors. <laughs> And they're like, you know, what's more important, doing what we believe in or not making donor dinners awkward? And I feel like <laughs> Joe Biden is like squarely in that yeah. debate with himself, but like not even really because he decided that not making donor dinners awkward is more important than your principles. But yeah. okay. We'll see. Should we move on to one more thing? Yes. Okay. So Julian Assange has been avoiding a rape charge for nearly 10 years. If you guys remember, he was just arrested from the Ecuadorian embassy in London. Um, and so now he no longer has the protection uh, that, you know, the Ecuadorian embassy was providing. He faces extradition to the U.S. to face consequences for his leaks. And now he faces um, potential extradition to Sweden for these sexual assault claims. If you So he was originally, like, hiding because of these sexual assault claims. Sweden, like, these are 
a nine-year-old. That's why he was in the embassy. That was why he was in the embassy. So they want to re- they're reopening a nine-year rape investigation, um, basically claiming that when he got famous, two women are accusing him of forcing them to have unprotected sex in 2010. And one woman says he sexually assaulted her in her sleep. He is still in London and he's waiting to be sentenced for about a year in jail for skipping bail when he was holed up in that embassy. Right. So the U.S. and Sweden both want him extradited. Who will get him? I don't I know. know. It should be a game show. Well, so like the well, the U.S. claims are like more related to his charge associated with like leaking and stuff. But there's this whole debate about that, whether it's like free speech and protecting sources. I don't think it is. It's hard to say. It, here's the thing. I feel like back in the day, it was really about that. But then I feel like he kind of got bought into the whole Russian plan yeah. to undermine Western society. Yeah. Um, that's well, kind of, it feels like that's how it evolved to me. Yeah. So he got all those documents from Chelsea Manning. And then he started working with, you know, the State Department and these publications like the New York Times and The Guardian to make sure that what they were about to publish was not like jeopardizing national security, not killing anyone, not right. killing sources. But then, so he was actually working with the State Department and the State Department would be like, no, don't do that. Be like, we're going to do it anyways, but we're going to redact these names. But now, but then he just like released all of the stuff online without any of the redactions. So that's when everyone was like, oh, well, I thought we had a deal. And so that really pissed off a lot of people in the US. Right. So he started off with some good intentions mm-hmm. and then he's, ended up ruining everything kind of like Daenerys Targaryen mm-hmm. last night's episode yeah um sorry if I just spoiled that uh, <laughs> you should know by now yeah like, I mean sorry it's we didn't 20. really you didn't really say anything that right extra, it's extravagant. true but it seems like he's more likely to be let off if he is pursued for the the free speech charges with the u.s rather than if he is brought to brought on the charges in sweden for rape i think what they're worried about of him coming to the u.s is sort of him being put in a hole and not being duly processed into for like a long time why because that tends to happen with because like, you know there's we have those i can't think of the name of the law right now but i know that like there's that law where it's like you if you're if you convict someone on like some sort of like crime, they they don't have the same legal rights as someone else, right? Like, like a felon? Not, no, it's like it's like something about like domestic terrorism or like something along those lines. I would have to like get, but there is a rule slash that that, that that like is not very democratic, basically. Right. It's one okay. of those. It's one of those like um, Patriot Act similar things, like things oh. that happened post nine eleven. Okay, I see. So it, we might not even get what we want out of it. I mean, Sweden can have him. Like, I'm not really interested in him being here. I mean, if he sexually assaulted women, he should definitely be charged with sexually assaulting women. Yeah. Um. So they deserve their time in court. Yeah. So we'll keep you posted on yeah. Julian Assange. Um. Yeah, and that's I think it. that's the end of our show. This has been pretty like straightforward of a news week. Believe it or so not, so far we'll keep well, you, you posted. And, you, yeah, you and Elise had a crazy Thursday episode. That yeah. one was packed with a lot of news. Yeah, it was like there was too many things to even talk about. Yeah. So, but today was easier, mm-hmm. guys. Buy your tickets to our show, Betches.co/carolines, to be in New York on May 22nd at 7 p.m. Use code COVFEFE for to get $10 tickets. If you're an LA person, on Saturday, May 25th, we'll be at DragCon for the Fuck Mike Pence edition of the SUP podcast. Our time is Saturday at 4:30 or four, four o'clock. Four o'clock. Mm-hmm. And if you use, if you go to Betches.co/dragcontix. 
with an X at the end. We're offering SUP fans 10% off on weekend passes when you use promo code BETCHES. And you can meet us at Betches Up Happy Hour at Pattern Bar in downtown LA from 7.30 to 9.30 at Betches.co slash SUP Happy Hour LA. Woo. And if you want to get the Betches Up email, go to Betches.co slash SUP sign up and encourage yeah. all your friends to also because think about all that money that Donald Trump is spending <sighs> and getting your friends engaged in this. Mm-hmm. Matters. And the SUP email is a great way to start because yeah. it's funny. It makes lots of references to Bravo. You can eat it while you eat your lunch. You could, I said you can eat it. You can yeah. read it while you... <laughs> you know, it is a snack. If you, It is a snack. <laughs> yeah, if you want to print it out and munch on it. It's an email snack. Yeah, there you go. So, Betches.co slash sub sign up. Check it out. If you're already signed up, uh, you can go to Betches referral.betches.com to sign up to get a unique link to send to your friends. It will track your link and your friends' signups, and then we'll send you prizes like stickers, wine glasses, notebooks, etc. Et so, until the end of democracy, I'm Sammy Fishbein. I'm Brian Russell Smith. And this has been the Betches Sub Podcast. Betches.